Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello, Crazy Cool Parents. Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast as we begin the month of March. And so we've decided that, why are you laughing at me? Because I'm thinking about humming. Oh, (laughs) and so we are going to march. We're going to march into marriage this month. So think about March being the marriage march. And so that's where I was thinking of when the saints go marching in, because we're saints in our marriage, right? right. Oh, yes. We are such saints. We are all saints. We need to be saints in our marriage. (laughs) Yes. And so this month, all month, we're going to focus on marriage, and we're going to start out with Don and Suzanne talking That's about us. this, talking about our marriage. We're going to go to, we're going to talk to our kids about their marriage. They're married kids, the ones that aren't married, but of course we won't have them on the podcast, but we are going to then at the end of the month, we have a special treat for you. We're going to interview uh, Dave and Ashley Willis, who are the authors of Naked Marriage. Uh, and they and, have a Naked Marriage podcast too, and They have right? a Naked Marriage podcast and they have a new book yeah. coming out as well that they're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So uh, really cool book. I've already read their Naked Marriage book. Go get it. It's it's a great book. And um, we're well, and their new talking. book talks about health and marriage, which is yeah. really interesting. But uh, today uh, we have we were we were talking a little bit, and 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 Macy was asking us questions about our marriage, and we said, "Well, guess what, Macy? You're gonna be. We'll pull you. You into- have earned a role. <laughs> That's right. In the- no, I'm just yeah. Come on. Yeah, if somebody's gonna sing, it needs to be her. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to, so Macy said, well, why don't you take these questions, Macy, and we'll just ask us in the podcast so that we can let our listeners and our crazy cool parents in on the deal. So before we get to Macy, before we bring Macy on, just uh, again about the March marriage month as we marriage March. I don't know how to say that every, but say it five times. uh, Exactly. Uh, The goal is we're going to strengthen your marriage. Right, honey? Yeah. And so, yeah. So I just think the main point of this podcast, but through the whole series of marches, you know that, you know, our family dashboard, when we talk about all the different lines and we talk a lot about, you know, strengthening those lines from parent to child. And so we just want to take this month and we want to talk about strengthening that line in that marriage relationship. And um, we've done a few podcasts on this, not very many. I mean, the the one I guess I would recommend if you want to, if you want to listen to more podcasts is go back to number six. And we just talked about what marriage was like in quarantine, you know, probably do we want to relive that a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. We don't talk much about quarantine, but we do talk a little bit about marriage. But um, what we're going to talk about today, though, is the things that we've learned and the things that we're currently learning in our marriage. And Macy's got a bunch of great questions for us. And Don and I are working on fit or this year is our 30th year of marriage. And so. Yeah, and so we are. We have. We have literally marched through three decades wow. of mar- being married together. I think you said together. that like we have. We have. We have. Like one for each decade. Yeah. <laughs> we. 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 Yes. Exactly. All right. So uh, yes. So we're going to do that all throughout the month. And so Macy, take it away. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we're going to kick off with Don and Suze, what I like to call them. People think it's weird that we call our parents by their first name, <laughs> but all you kids out there listening to this podcast, you can do it too if you want. <laughs> well, you will when you're teenagers. It's just a rite of passage. <laughs> but honestly, I'm excited because I think that um, my husband and I have just celebrated our one year and Woo-hoo! I actually just We'll hear more to, about that. <laughs> yeah, we will. Coming, coming up soon. Uh, and I actually just talked to my grandma today and she her and my grandpa have been married for 67 years. Oh, I'm so glad you reminded yes. And that is just absolutely mind-blowing. And so I just feel excited to get to talk to my mom and dad. I believe in them. I believe in their marriage. And I have learned a lot from them. So I'm excited for you guys to get to do the same. So first question, the basic uh, marriage 101 is how did you, Don and Suzanne, meet oh so you're going back to the very beginning beginning. yeah day one um so yeah just super simple we met on a blind date one of don's friends wives knew me and set us up on a blind date and i I mean my how i sum that up is i walked in and i felt like god said you're gonna marry him in a year and i did (laughs) did. it's craziness it happens people not just in the movies yeah so what was it that even made you attracted to each other? I mean, obviously a sign from God, you know, direct words, it's helpful. But what made you attracted to each other when you first met? Well, Suzanne was like super good looking. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there was like, I mean, uh, we both went in and we're like, they're good looking. Okay, we can go forward. We can go past this because, you know, blind date, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, no telling. But no, uh, I was, um, I think that there is a, um, there's a, there was, there was, we, we, I was, um, super attracted to her. Um, and then, then just got to know her. Um, and uh, there was, a one, she had a, she, there was just a, a, a spirit about, I'm trying to think of the word that I want to use to describe it. There was just a spirit about her that she, um, she was confident and she, mm. uh, she wanted to take on life. She was funny. She was engaging, uh, and she was full of life. And I really just enjoyed that. She, she made me laugh and she laughed a lot. Mm. And, um, it was, um, yeah, it was just something that was fun. And then as I, as we went on throughout, we, we dated for, we, from the time we met to the time we got married was a year, okay. maybe a little over a year, a, little, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, a year and a month or so. But in that time, I also learned that she was such a servant mm-hmm. and such a helper and, uh, and she loved Jesus. And, uh, you know, I was at that time, I, I would say I was transitioning in my faith. So, cause I had had a faith when I was younger, had, you know, kind of lost it through the college and the, the, that season, but was coming back to it. So was really attracted to her faith as well. Mm-hmm. So, Mom, you said that when you saw him, you felt like you heard from God. <laughs> yeah. But then what actually made you like get to know him and want to marry him? Yeah, for sure. Because I think that I heard from God and then I spent the rest of the year fighting God. Like, no, this can't be. This isn't <laughs> true. Because um, I think that I was probably a little bit scared of commitment. Um, but for me, what attracted me to... Um, I want to say dad <laughs> to Don. Um, there was so many things. I mean, he was, a, he was a hard worker. So you have to understand where I am in my story in my life. I had a little girl. I had Molly. And so not only was I looking for a husband, but I was also looking for a father. Yeah. And a father to be for the rest of my children because I knew I wanted a whole bunch of children. And so there was a... I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a first date topic, usually. Yeah, had no idea. 
Um, and so there was a bunch of qualities that I guess I would say I was looking for yeah. and he just checked them off. You know, he was a hard worker. He had perseverance. He, um, what he set his mind to, he would make it happen. He, um, he, he was a pursuer. He was an extrovert. He, he was an external processor. I mean, all the <laughs> things, and I kind of lined up all the things I'm not good at and he was good at. And I'm like, there's a match. We're going to, we're going to be good at that. <laughs> Little did we know what that would bode for the future. <laughs> and there came a switch somewhere. In there, where it's like, wait a minute, why aren't you more like me? That's right. Opposites attract? Yeah. Question mark? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of said that and touched on that. That like you, you, you saw things in him you liked, but both of y'all have said as you got further and further into the dating process, more questions came up. Do you either of you want to comment on that or speak to that? Well, for me, I, I don't think I would say it like that because I think as I. Uh, you know, when I first met Suzanne, she had a child. There was a lot of questions I had, you know, is that, oh my goodness, I, I hadn't, uh, you know, I didn't plan on that. Just yeah. like she never, you know, really planned on Molly in the first place. But, right. um, and so I, at first I was like, um, there were a lot of questions, but as I went on, I think mm -hmm. more questions got answered for me. Yeah. It became, because as I got to know her, it was like, uh, wow, this is an amazing lady. And, and, uh, and I even, I, I say, I, I fell in love with Molly and married her mother, you know, because <laughs> I just was, you know, I was, I, I did, I really did fall in love with oh. Molly as a little two year old girl and, uh, had, had never been around little kids. And so was, was kind of learned to be a, a potential father at the same time yeah. as we're going through that relationship. Yeah. And that was cool too, to even see a, a, you know, a guy who's never been around kids before, how that would, that flipped and yeah. it changed and to see him interact. And he was so fun. He brought so much fun and then she adored him. And so it was, it was good to see that yeah. too. So before we go out of the dating yeah. conversation, is there anything you want to speak into for dating your spouse or just the dating process in general for parents and families? Well, I was the, the thing I was thinking of is even for you that are, that are married, however long you've been married, I do think it's a really good exercise to um, go back to when you did meet. You know, go, get, guys, I just, you know, maybe challenge you, go out on a date, go out to dinner and have the conversation. You remember when we met? Yeah. Remember when that was like? And spark some of those first feelings, those yeah. first. And then from there, even go back to, now, now why did you marry me? What attracted <laughs> me to you? You know, and brag on each other because right. it feels good. You know, build each other up and say, well, I thought you were beautiful. I thought you were so cute. You know, you had these big blue <laughs> eyes and, you know, and just all the different things. I just think that it, it stirs up in uh the things that sometimes we put on the back burner in our marriage and right. so it's cool that's what I would say to those of you that are that are married right now no matter how many years it's been yeah so you can stop the podcast right now <laughs> go find your spouse and go back to the first date, date it up spot. date it up yeah. just hit pause yeah just come back please yeah. no, that's really cool I I love that even like for Jared and I only being a, like one year into our marriage to go back and relive the whole dating and falling in love process, like going down memory lane together. I just see that being like a rekindling or a powerful thing. Super cool. Okay, so you mentioned that you lined up all your qualities versus all of dad's qualities right. and the differences. What are some things that you guys think you are actually the same in or alike? I think it's you know the main thing that's happened is we've we had a love we had a love for Jesus when we started right. and that and we never stopped pursuing that love mm -hmm. to, uh, that each other we never stopped pursuing it uh, I think we also 
uh, had a heart for family, mm-hmm. that we wanted our family to be, uh, we, we had a sense of, I want family to be done well. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted marriage to be done well. And, and so you, you combine that with um, the, um, the, the relationship with God and the marriage and the family. And then um, we were also, um, we, we wanted um, excellence in our lives. I mean, we, we weren't, we were like Suzanne's a hard worker as well. And so yeah. we weren't strangers to, uh, to how uh, things needed to be done. And I think those were some things that we were similar in. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think I think would add to that too, is that we're not big conflict people. We're not big yell and scream people. And so mm-hmm. that was nice too, is that we wouldn't, you know, yell at each other or, or it wasn't like a, we didn't have a chaotic home. We were, we both, um, carry peace with us. You know, we're not slam doors kind of people. And so I think that that was helpful. Um, but, but then yeah. I guess the next question is, is how we're different as well. How did you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. How are you guys yeah, different? So, and then the list gets long, you know, because we're, but I mean, it's, it's long in a good way in so many ways, but, um, but as we'll talk about, I mean, it's, presented its challenges. Um, I'm an, I'm much more of an external extrovert, external, external processor, which I thought was such a great idea when we got married. But then when he wanted me to externally process and I couldn't, then it's like the house I'm handicapped. What's wrong with me? And he's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Just talk. She's, she's, uh, she's much more of a feeler. I'm much more of a thinker. I, I process my, with the mind. She processed much more, with uh, she's uh, well, let me just say too, just yeah. to add to that, what we've learned even with that right there is that I say, "What do you think?" and he says, "How do you feel?" <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and it's the exact same question, and you get the exact same answer, but it's when you ask it like that, yeah. it's totally different. Yeah. And, or if uh, you ask the person opposite, like if right. he asks yes. you what you think, you're like, "I don't, I don't care." Know. <laughs> or if he asks you, what you, <laughs> you ask him what he feels, he's like, "Uh." Well, and you know, just things like uh, she's yeah. she's much more particular about things. I'm much more. Or uh, easy. I, I don't. Uh, the it, the preferences aren't there with me, and so um, uh, there's. Um, and then, um, which is a beautiful thing because, like, he'll walk in and he'll see the sink full of dishes, and it doesn't bother him at all. Yeah. But she's I'll a, walk in and he will have left a sink full of dishes. And I'm like, what is going on right. here? She, she's a relationship ninja, is what I always call her. You know, I am. I am more of a teacher. I'm more of a let's get it done. I'm more of a businessman. I mm. I can figure out the strategy and the systems, and so. You know, for years, for example, I tried to put systems in her life because <laughs> I thought that that's what Did she y'all needed. Know that systems is a four-letter word. I know it's not spelled with only four <laughs> letters, but <laughs> it's but, but it didn't work at all. You know, so there were some things like that. There were differences as well. We were, uh, you know, she's female. I'm male. I mean, there's yeah. just so that's many. That's cool, though. That, that's a, that's good. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, but it brought so many things to the. <laughs> To, to, as far as differences that we had to deal with. But yeah, those are, those are some of them. What would you think of some of those? Other oh, ones? I had one and it just left. I was just thinking about um, even how we, um, time was probably one of our biggest. Yeah, she she's never been on time. Is the, <laughs> and, and so and like I, I, and I want to be early and I stress about it when we do. Yeah, yeah so I I um I don't value time at all and I am looking so forward to heaven when the when the parameter of time is lifted and we can just do be, be. Yeah. we can just be because that's what I want to do. And so to, we I just can't even I just laugh at all the fights we would get in 
either on the way to church because we were late or once we were at church and we were leaving and I would be standing in a conversation with somebody giving them that ninja relational <laughs> eye contact, listening, fully present. And he's got all six kids or seven kids, depending on how many we had, four or five, whatever, in the car waiting for me. You know, it's 98 <laughs> degrees in Texas and he's like, oh my gosh, hurry up. And I'm just flitting away with time is great. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we've tried to meet in the middle. I don't know that we have. We've just relaxed our standards for each other. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I hope that parents, you like resonate and relate to this and hear that differences and similarities are, are part of it. Like one of the biggest things we were taught in marriage counseling is marriage is not for your happiness, it's for your holiness. Right. And so the whole process of bumping up against each other, coming against like different qualities, differences, similarities, it's it's a part of it. But just hear this, parents, that you're not alone, you know, and your yes. differences don't make you or break you. They just build you and refine you. And so can we just talk a little bit about like the first decade of your marriage and specifically what are maybe some of the struggles or some of the big rocks that you guys had to process or work through in the first 10 years or so of your marriage? Let me go first so I don't forget it. <laughs> I think that our biggest struggle in that first decade was we were trying to make each other I was trying to make him a Suzanne, and he was trying to make me a Don. And our differences would rub up against each other. And I don't know if we even understood what we what we believe. We I knew that we were like on the same page on like you said, family and work and all of those things. And so those things ran very smoothly. But when it came to anything that we were different about, that just became a struggle with us. I mean, and it honestly, I think it affected my identity mm. um, in that first year of marriage. And Don and I remember going out to dinner at one point in time, and there was like an aha moment mm. and I remember saying oh I've been trying to be like you and I've been trying to make you like me mm. I was trying to make us be the same and reality is we don't need two Suzannes in this world yeah. and we don't need two Dons in this world we need Don and Suzanne the two of them to be one yeah and so that was one of our I think one of our biggest struggles that's cool yeah I mean we had our share of parenting issues because we had a lot of little kids a lot of little girls and i wanted to be more of a disciplinarian and wanted to have more structure and more firmness with and and i felt like that you know things just kind of flew around you know and they weren't there was i think a, float would be a better word yeah. but i mean if you want to use flu that's fine but yeah. it was <laughs> yeah that there was and i you know it's more of a glide it was exactly <laughs> And, like a princess and, with a yeah, bunch of little princesses in tow and, and, exactly. that's how we remember it. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding well, and and uh there were um money struggles um uh, you know we were uh, I, I wanted to put a budget in place you know again systems i wanted us to watch our money and i felt like that you know what that made her feel like is i never wanted to spend money on her because mm -hmm. i felt she felt she doesn't like control she doesn't like nobody does but i mean really but i mean <laughs> but, but she doesn't like you know being controlled and she's much more free form so to her the budget was I, and again so much of this stuff we're trying to help yeah you know we we never have been against each other in terms of like you know that's one of the great you were talking about similarities and things both yeah. of us have always been 
for each other, for the marriage, right. for God. And that's been a like great We didn't benefit. want bad things to happen. But we, we hurt want... each other by trying to help each other. And so, sometimes mm. we were trying to hurt each other, too. I mean, there were times we got frustrated <laughs> and said mean things and stuff. But, uh, you know, money issues, parenting issues. Um, like, for example, um, I would try to parent Molly. And, and when I was harsh with Molly in particular, the mama bear and her would come out in mm. particular because, uh, you know, we, we fought that relationship deal a little bit and, yeah. uh, and she would, but even the, all, I mean, she would defend the girls sometimes and I would be, but I was too angry. And, and, and so, I mean, just a lot of parenting issues came up with that. Yeah. And, um, and then, um, you know, just, <clears throat> just feeling like that we weren't for each other, that we would, uh, you know, because of the, you know, many times we felt like that, uh, the other person was treating the other person like in last place in relationships mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. honoring each other. And yeah. so uh, those were some things that really came up that caused, uh, I wouldn't say, but but here's what happened is we, she's right. We didn't really fight. Like we had a couple of knockdown drag outs, leave the house, you know, go to mom's, whatever. But usually it was just, we'd avoid each other and we would just withdraw because we're both super independent. And so, and we are, we can take care of ourselves and we can go to God with it. We could do right. all those things. And so we would just kind of get cool yeah. and do it like that. That's what a lot of our marriage conflicts were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but days go by. Earlier you said, neither of you are really conflict oriented. You both carry peace, but then you just referenced We that also carry avoidance. There, yeah, there, <laughs> there was some, obviously in relationship, there's conflicts and tension. And so you kind of said there were bad fights, but there was also avoidance. Mom, how would you say you guys were just getting real? How would you guys fight or what did y'all's conflicts look like? So um, remember Don's external processor and he's extrovert. And so what would happen is he would come at me with whatever the issue was, or I would come at him with whatever the issue was. And then I would shut down. (laughs) (laughs) And so so I would pursue (laughs) and he would pursue to a point and then he would shut down Mm -hmm. because it's like he wasn't getting, he didn't want to hurt me. He didn't want to wound me. He didn't want to. And so I, um, but in the meantime, I'm carrying my own internal struggles with that because not feeling like she cares not feeling like she it's got to be her way all the time or she throws a fit type thing is what i'm thinking and Mm -hmm. and it's just and therefore i'm like resenting that but not solving it either yeah yeah and i think that that even goes back to the what was one of our struggles and that was like he said, number 10 on the list, you know, I would put the relationship with the kids first, or I would put cleaning the house first or fixing dinner first, or there was a lot of things that came before him. Um, and I think that that was one of our struggles too, in that first decade, just trying to figure out who, how to play that role and have him be my, my superhero and treat him that way. The other thing I think was really big in the first decade of marriage is we didn't really uh, respect each other in, in this way. Like I was kind of the spiritual, I was pursuing spiritual things. I would read my Bible and, you know, kind of felt like that, you know, she didn't have the spiritual maturity that I did basically mm-hmm. in some ways. And now she was on the other hand going. I, I know, I was just going to just, just interrupt for a second. Yeah. I, that was another night that we went out to yeah. dinner. And I remember him thinking or him saying, I don't think you're spiritual, whatever. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? That's what I think about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think exactly. you have a spiritual clue. Yeah. No. Because, <laughs> because was she like, was coming more from a faith perspective i was coming more from a theology and and just understanding you know the again the mind versus the feelings and so that's what i was going to say is both of us thought 
you're a spiritual, you know, little pygmy over here. <laughs> and know? I'm a guru. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and so therefore, therefore, we're looking down at each other, yeah. even though we're, yeah. we don't really say it, but we're kind of going, you know. Treat it. We it, treated each other that way. If you would just be a little bit more spiritual like me, yeah. then I would, but you know, and yeah. so I think that was a lot of it. And the reason I say that is because it flipped sometime in the second decade. Yeah. And early in the second decade, both of us, started to gain an appreciation for each other's spiritual life. And it took a long time, but then, and that was a big breakthrough because we really started to change the way we thought. Oh yeah. I remember being blown away that, I mean, Don can quote scripture. He can pull it. He, he remembers where references are. Yeah. I mean, and he can say, Oh, that's first Corinthians. That's whatever. And I never have been able to do that. I mean, and I remember, and didn't you, you memorize like all of, no, a Romans, a whole giant second of Romans. And, and I don't even resonate with Romans. I think Paul just <laughs> rambles and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even comprehend. And then you, and so I just remember that being a really big flip too. And, and just realizing mm-hmm. what, uh, what a mighty well, man so, of God he is and how he does have God's word hidden in his heart and he knows where to hide, find it. Yeah. Mine's hidden too, but once again, it's floating around. <laughs> it just pops up <laughs> it just when pops I need up. it. Exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you where to find it, but it's there. It glides. Yeah, it just glides <laughs> exactly. right in. Exactly. Well, it's cool just hearing y'all kind of rehash the, because I was, you know, non-existent for the first five years, and then I was a toddler for the second five years. <laughs> oh, so. you were the cute, she was the cutest toddler in the whole world. <laughs> and so hearing you guys kind of share the the foundation, if you will, of your marriage is encouraging and I just again parents I encourage you that like wherever you're at in your marriage mm-hmm. you have a you know several little kids running around or you have teenagers or whatever your your marriage is worth fighting for and that's kind of what I want y'all to to kind of talk about now is how did you do it like how did you get on the same page yeah. how did that flip happen from comparing yourselves to each other and looking at your differences as problems like what was what was the revelation or what was the process of unity? Well, one of it yeah. is, is we deepened our faith. Mm-hmm. And so as God gave us revelation, uh, you know, and it changed my, for example, all during that time, that first, that second, starting the second decade, uh, I was coming to going from a principle centered Christian to a heart centered Christian. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a you know, I was reading John Eldridge. I had uh, had a mentor come into my life and say, you know, it's it's you know, you, you, and show me so many things about the grace of God, yeah. about the my identity in Christ. I didn't have to pre- to perform to be good, yeah. you know, for God anymore. And those were huge revelations during that starting. I mean, I still like, I still it's still happening, you know, twenty yeah. years later. But that made me see myself differently, mm-hmm. which then made me see Suzanne differently. That's cool. And then the second thing for me is, is that I really did start to see her differently. And, and I started to see, just appreciate her gifts. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, and, and started to see some of those. And some of those I had previously perceived as liabilities. Yeah. And I saw like, like the fact that time doesn't matter to her. Okay. <laughs> saw that as a liability. She never gets anything done or whatever, you know, and that's not really true. But I mean, you know, I would think those thoughts of them. How does she ever get anything done or whatever? And I thought, you know what? In fact, I need to learn from her the way she does relationships. And, you know, I need to learn from what she's doing because she's connecting with people and I'm not. That's a strength. It's not a liability. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think, oh, I think right there with that, I think it goes into how do we get on the same page? We we flipped our thinking and we started, we changed our perspective. Because I remember going into the marriage in that first 10 years thinking he was my knight in shining armor, meaning that he was going to rescue me from any, he was going to be there. He was going to think like me and do like me. And he was going to, and that is not at all what yeah. marriage is about. And I think that it took me a decade to realize, oh, what he is bringing to the table actually complements it, it. It it adds to who I am. It yeah. challenges me. It makes me a better person. It doesn't hold me back and it doesn't stop me from being who I am, but it actually allows me to be who I am. And it was nice because as he was flipping and he was seeing the things that I brought to the table as valuable, then he started um, encouraging those things and mm-hmm. lifting those up and, 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 and saying, how do you do that? And let me, you know, let me do, and teach me or show me. And that right there made me feel like oh this this is good I mean this I'm good you're good we're good yeah that's really good and there's so many like connecting sentences you both just said that like our choices connected us or unified us or helped us get on the same page to run in the same direction and and also during this second decade as well and and starting with the first decade there's a lot of kids yeah, the, I mean, distraction. I mean, That's why I think that your average person maybe can make these connections sooner. And then even <laughs> hope hopefully so. you guys out yeah. there that are listening, I mean, you guys can make these connections we sooner. Having, we are having babies every two or three years. I mean, <laughs> she's going through pregnancy. No and one's sleeping no ever. Other. Yeah, and I mean, we've got just, di- I mean, we were diapers everywhere. And nursing. And, and we're yeah. starting to do, ba- you know, Cheer- sports and, yeah. and school and everything. And, and So in the midst of all of that, yeah. How did you guys keep building or how did you stay connected through? Yeah, with marriage with a lot of little kids. Yeah. 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 Um, This is one of the things that Don was really good at. He was really good about creating um, opportunities for us to get away. Mm -hmm. And so he, he, I mean, we started like anniversary number one. We, right. we went and stayed at a bed and breakfast and did that every year. It was no, it was in November. It was right before Thanksgiving, the weekend before. I mean, and then it turned into shopping for the kids. You know, we'd go stay. Yeah. Always had a baby with us. Yeah, always had a, yeah, always had a nursing infant well, with us. I, I always, and there's one thing that I tell uh, any of my dads that I'm counseling. You go to bed with your wife every night. Yeah. You go to bed. I mean, and we did that. And, and in, in the midst of all the chaos, sometimes we were not very happy with each other when we went to bed at night. Uh, you know, we would we would be maybe still, you know, coming through the day or whatever. But we uh, I met over almost 30 years now uh, and I traveled a little bit during that time period. But I mean, so other than travel and things like that, yeah. I would say 95 percent of the time yeah. not, that. We are in bed together and we talk before we go to bed. That's good. And, and I think that really did uh, ground our marriage. It, it, it made us, you know, we were, we were there for each other and, and we wouldn't, sometimes it would be, you know, uh, at late at night, because I think we go to bed a little bit later because of that, because we're always wanting each other to go Wait to bed. Waiting for together. the other one. Yeah. 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 And I would run around and, you know, I don't know about you moms, but when you put your kids to bed, all of a sudden there's this whole second wind of energy. And so you run around and clean the house and do all the reset. things and reset. Yeah. yeah. And so Don would either help me do that or else he would be in bed, but waiting for me. He wouldn't go to sleep. Like I wouldn't walk in to a sleeping husband a while I was room. just in a dark yeah. room while I was working my tail off. He would be in there and I would walk in and he'd go, Hey, you know, anything I can do, anything I can help you with. Yeah. And usually it was just my time alone. It's like, no, I didn't, I didn't want you to help me. I don't want you. I just want to <laughs> run around. Another thing that I thought of though, and I always, and I tell parents all the time, if I can, is how we stayed connected with a lot of little kids is 
we sat next to each other. And I know that that sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but at church, we made a priority that it would be Don and Suzanne and then the line of little mm-hmm. duckies, yeah. you know, <laughs> or at a restaurant, it would be Don and Suzanne and the line of little duckies. And a lot of the times I see mamas, you know, putting two or three kids in between them and their husbands so to that they defense. can, yeah, to yeah. Play defense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that they can, you know, lasso them in and, 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 and do that in. And, and while that is fine, I just found it more valuable to show my kids that no we are unified team yeah. we're together he's mine he you're he, you know we're each other you notice there's as we've talked about things there's some things that she says were important to her and some things that i initiated and so i think that happens in the marriage you go man you know some there, there's things that you, you guys need to fight for with each other and and just make yeah. them happen you yeah know? and they're like your things like yeah. you decide on them and maybe one spouse pursues it one spouse pursues mm-hmm. it but you both recognize right. that it's important right. to a degree another thing that we did when we had little kids which was once again Don's idea because I'm a homebody and I never wanted to leave and I'm an introvert is he would take me out on a date at least three times a week. I mean, three times. Wow. That is impressive. Three times a month, I would say. Um, wow. But it, maybe it was every other month when we were little. Because when the girls got old enough to babysit for us, we had yeah. a lot more freedom. And right. so yeah. I don't know about those early. It might have been just once a month. But we would gather, go out together with friends. We would, But it was it was a, if a once a week thing. He would rescue me from the house yeah. and all the things to do. And we he would go out. And we would talk to each other. And and, I mean, and sometimes I would be a brat and wouldn't want to talk to him or be an introvert or whatever. But it's like that's that. I mean, the point is for us to do it together. But the point was also to get me out of the house because I love the children so much more. Well, and I remember because I was the one that always cried every time you left. Yes, and it was hard to leave I was the babysitter's nightmare because I'd go hide in the closet. She couldn't find me for an hour. She got that feeling. Suzanne, Suzanne. I'm, I'm sorry, but I lost one. Yeah. I'm like, no, you didn't lose her. She's in the closet. Leave her there. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she's yeah, an introvert so, too. So those so are good. a few of our ways that we connected with lots of littles. And we hope that, you know, you guys are taking time to do that too. Yeah. Some of yeah. those things or, or else get together and talk with your spouse and say, what are some things we're doing to connect? Yeah. And I think you'll be surprised. Well, we do this and we do this. <laughs> yeah. So good. Okay. Million dollar question. I feel like everyone gets asked this. What do you wish you knew? Like, mm-hmm. what what do you know now in this season that, you know, you're one marriage people, you're five, you're seven. Like, what's something that you know now that you wish you knew when you were starting out? So I'm going to start out with your job as a husband and a wife is to help your spouse be their best. Not the not what you want them to be, and not but, but what them. God wants them to be mm-hmm. and Good. to 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 help them become their best. I think that we're talking about the first decade of marriage. I think we wounded each other more in trying to help each other improve the way yeah. we wanted them to improve. Yeah. Suzanne, you need more systems. You know, Suzanne, you need to be like this. Suzanne, mm-hmm. you need to get in the Bible more or whatever. Yeah. Instead of saying, okay, how did God make this precious woman and how and what's he speaking to me about? how she wants to be her best and how can I make, how can I not make that happen, but just how can I be a blessing in encouraging that? Yeah. 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 So for me, um, the thing that has bubbled up in our third decade of marriage is that 
we we feel like we don't speak the same language, mm-hmm. which is accurate because we're male and female. So that automatically makes a different language. And um, there's, you know, four years difference between us that, you know, we were raised in two different families. We I mean, there's a million reasons why we speak different languages. Yeah. But if I I think if I would have known that back then, then I would have worked harder to learn his language mm-hmm. instead of trying to have him know this is my language. This is what I'm saying. And yeah. so what that real what that really breaks down to say is that I would have tried to understand him more and I would have worked really hard to help him understand me. And I would have used words like, well, this is what I'm feeling. And this is, and and I feel like this when you say this and things like that. And we just didn't do that. We didn't take care of our marriage like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more question. And then we'll kind of wrap up with any resources you guys might have for us. But what are qualities that you've discovered that must be in your marriage. So building blocks that must be in the foundation of a good marriage. Mm. You can say simple things or just if there's like qualities that come to mind or attributes, characteristics, things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So for one of the is like honesty. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I never, like Don never lied to me. He was never disloyal. He never, like he, when he let you know of. (laughs) (laughs) Disloyal or we're done (laughs) for the night. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. No, no. Like I just, I could just, I could trust him. Like in the beginning when we were married, he um, sent, he, he would travel. I mean, and I, and I trusted him when he traveled, I knew he wasn't going to be picking anybody up and he wasn't going to be doing, you know, you know, stupid stuff or whatever that is. And so I think that those are a couple of them, honesty. And then, and then like, I knew he wasn't going to flirt with my friends Mm. if they came over or, you know, my sister or whoever, or yeah, jealousy just doesn't work in a marriage at all. And so, I mean, just, I never, that's another thing. I just never had to worry about Suzanne and, and being, you know, flirting with other guys. It just didn't even cross our minds about the the jealousy or, or things like that, which really just does so much damage in a marriage. Um, I think that serving is so important. I was looking up just Philippians 2, and, and, and this is almost like my marriage mantra, even though it's difficult to do all the time. It says, Philippians 2, 3 says, do nothing. And, and let's go back to that word. Let's start over. Okay. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Yeah. Rather, in humility, value others, the most important other being your spouse, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. It goes on to say that, you know, Christ Jesus... He, he humbled himself, even though he was God, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. And so when, when I talk to men about marriage, I'm like, that's your standard. Yeah. That's what you do. And if you do that well, and you pursue God and pursue that humility in your marriage, that blows up everything in a good way. Yeah. It, 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 cause your wife's going to feel like it doesn't mean, and then the man says a lot to me. Well, that means I have to just give in every time. And that's, yes, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how I interpret yes, that. Exactly. But, that. but you know what? And honestly, I thought for many years that's what that meant. And it actually damaged our marriage because I wouldn't fight for the right things. Yeah. I fought for her approval. Yeah. I fought for her. I fought for no conflict. I fought for 
accommodating and making sure yeah. is she good and, and which was backfired because then i didn't feel like he was all in i didn't feel like he was yeah. authentic he wasn't real he we didn't weren't, care he didn't yeah, care he didn't, we weren't connected yeah. and so he was he was aloof and, yeah. and so but back to that it's like instead we we in humility you you it's hard to explain but you just reach out for what's good for them and yeah. reach out for what's good for your marriage and good for your family and it's the it's one of the biggest lessons i've yeah. learned about qualities i want in a marriage yeah and then just to piggyback off of that a little bit too is the humility come with humility comes forgiveness and asking forgiveness. And I feel like that that was something we had to learn along the way too. I don't know yeah. if they, we were just young and punks and dumb or prideful or yes. what it was. <laughs> yes, to all the above. <laughs> yes, but it was when we started incorporating, you know, I'm so sorry, will you please forgive me? Yeah. I didn't mean to say it like that, or that's not what I meant at all. And I'm, you know, as soon as we started doing that, that right there completely diffuses any yeah. any offense or any even the even as the enemy is trying to get in because reality is the enemy doesn't want you to have a good marriage he didn't want us to have a good marriage he didn't want us to be on the same page ever and so he was he's working against that at all times and i've just found that 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 asking forgiveness is one of those uh, like the sword you bring it out and you yeah. just slice the enemy in half and he has no say anymore yeah. and all the feelings that were surrounding the issue are now gone because forgiveness has entered the room right. so good and what the enemy always intends for evil, God can always pull right. together for good always. or change for good. And yes, so. and the argument or the, the offense or whatever actually knits us together. Yeah, and it makes you stronger. Yes, it gives us, you a testimony yes. to share with other families. And, and that's kind of where I want us to land as parents. Wherever you're at, wherever your marriage is at, like know that there's hope. That there's always mm -hmm. like ground to take and ground to reclaim from the enemy if you feel like there's brokenness or hopelessness in your marriage. Just being one of the Manning kids and watching my parents' marriage, I can attest that it was not always perfect. And the avoidance <laughs> sessions felt were it. awkward, you know, <laughs> and it, it like loomed in our whole house. And so, yeah. like, take this, you know, soberly, but your kids know, oh. like, if your marriage is good or not. And like they they respond to that and your family kind of resonates with whatever's happening in your so marriage good. and so really y'all knew all that time <laughs> when the bathroom door was closed you knew not to go in that's how we knew y'all were okay but really as we just wrap up this this podcast they just want y'all to be encouraged that wherever you're at that there's right. hope for your marriage yeah. mm -hmm. and there's always ways to grow. And, and my parents are a resource and they have used resources throughout the last 30 years to help them grow and cultivate unity and relationship and those those truths and those characteristics they're talking about. And so really quick, y'all have any resources you'd want to recommend? Yes, I just want to do one in the beginning is the five love languages. Anything you can learn about yourself and then learn how to interact with your spouse is beautiful. Yeah. So Give highly recommend love. that one. Yes, Gary Chapman. And then that's on the beginning of our marriage. And then the one that's been really recently is the Enneagram and learning <laughs> what those numbers are and learning that he's a three and I'm a two. And what is a two think and feel? And what is a two, three think? That, that has been huge for us yeah. as well. And so that's, Which if nobody knows what that is, that's just a personality test that tells you some things. There's lots of different personality tests that can help you as well. But that's one. Yeah, that we've, we've done been, strength finders yeah, and, 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 uh, and a lot of them yeah. have like Christian either counselors or educators right. that have like picked up the tool yeah. and really help differentiate. Like this is not your identity. This is not all you'll ever be. 
it's really like a tool to help you know yourself. I remember for a couple of years early in our marriage, we went to the family life conference and spent a weekend on, it was different marriage speakers and things, Mm -hmm. uh, did the love and respect book. I think that's a good one to, that really showed, uh, you know, that what men want versus what women want. Right. Uh, In the sacred marriage. I think you mentioned that that's where you're, it's better to be happy. It's better to be, marriage is created to be holy, not to be happy. Um, yeah, and so I just so just to to wrap up, there's tons of resources out there to to wrap up the 27th time. She, you were right into that yeah, microphone there, just right in. Sorry, sorry. The hearing aids will come tomorrow with my headphones here. Uh, sorry, keep going. <laughs> I might have lost my train of thought. With that. <laughs> 27th oh, wrap no, up, it, it came back. Yeah, um, just work on that marriage line is what we're trying to say yeah. by all means use the resources there's the naked podcast that you know the people the that we're going to naked marriage podcast the mar- they're not naked on the podcast <laughs> it's a podcast where they wear nothing it's great but it's a podcast <laughs> but so you can't see okay. it so it doesn't matter <laughs> oh no oh my gosh so my point that i'm trying to get through it's been very difficult is that the marriage line is very valuable. It's so yeah. important. And is, I'm so glad Maisie brought up that your kids do feel it. I mean, and even in our diagram, it's up above the kids. It's it's that you've got the parents' relationship to God. You've got those two. You've got that relationship. And then you've got the kids' relationship. It's, I would say, foundational. Yeah. They know. I mean, yeah. and so work on that. Make it a priority. Do better than we did. I mean, don't be distracted by your kids and their activities and things. Make it a priority. And so... Maybe do a podcast together or read a book together. Do yeah. something that invests in your marriage on a on a on a daily, weekly, and monthly level. Yeah. Yeah. Daily could be you smile at each other, you touch each other, make eye contact, make eye contact. Hug, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the simple things. Send a text. You know, I love you. Just go to bed together. Go to yeah. bed. Yes, it's do mine. yes, do yeah. something daily. Do something special weekly, whether that's a date night or you buy something for each other or you write in just something special. Yeah. Then yeah. do something monthly, do something a little bigger, and then do something yearly yeah. where you're just going to yeah. really invest in it. That's really good. Yep. Okay. So Macy, great job interviewing us. Yes. Yes, you're great. I'll be back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we want you to stay with us, parents, as we focus on marriage. We're doing a marriage march in the month of March. We're going to... March. We're going to march through (laughs) Through marriage. We're going to march through March with doing marriage. About marriage. And uh, so excited. Uh, And thank you for staying with us today. And we are so excited about, uh, you know... um, Email us, info at crazycoolfamily.com with your marriage questions, yeah. with uh, anything that you would love us to talk about in our in our marriage month as we march through marriage. And, um, and also just go follow us on uh, Facebook. Go follow us on Instagram, Crazy Cool Family. We have a Crazy Cool Family community if you want to get involved in that. And uh, we look forward to... to going with you during the month of March as we as we work our marriage yeah any closing comments we'll see you next time parents uh, go be crazy crazycoolfamily.com <laughs>